0: Any breaking news there? Do you have anything to report to us? Yes. Uh, the breaking news from here is that no matter what the Knicks do, they will suck for my entire life. <laughs> you grew up so loving you can, them. I don't know if that's come. Is that? I don't know if you want to put that on you the can lower say ticker. That. Yeah, that word has been cleared.
1: Welcome back to the Only Nets Fans You Know podcast. I'm Peter. I'm here with my Zoom best friend Charlie, and we're back at it, guys.
0: Greetings and salutations, fellow Nets fans.
1: What's the working title?
0: Working title uh, for this episode is the Trap Games. Why? Why? Because I was telling you earlier this week. I'm like, wow, we got three games against opponents all under 500. Well, the Knicks were not under 500, but I consider them a subpar team. Um, Shots fired. Um. So those trap games are in the sense like wow, relatively easy wins turn into very you know crucial losses that turn out to be really uh you know co- uh, consequential towards the end of the season when all the seeding is said and done.
1: I agree. I we talked about it. And I agree. These three games looked a little deadly to me, especially the next game. Definitely. Especially the next game. Especially how they turned out.
0: Yeah, I mean the Nets are you know. At the end end of the Magic game, that's uh, their 28-14 as their overall record coming in, you know, at the end of this podcast. We're just recording this after the Magic loss, which is a really rough game to watch, but uh, I want to start with some injury updates. Um, You know, Kevin Durant's probably not going to be back for another couple weeks. Um, Fucking hamstring. Yeah, dude, hamstrings are rough. I mean, you know. Steven Nash said earlier in the week, it's looking good. Like, all the scans are good. He's, you know, ramping up activity a little more, getting, you know, more stamina and game shape. But, you know, maybe like one to two more weeks away, which is what, right in line with what I said, like late March, early April.
1: I actually I think he's going to be a little bit more. I'm going to say three weeks, because the Nets are always saying earlier than what happens. They always do the extra mile when it comes to stuff like this. I think we're going to see Blake pretty soon, though.
0: Yeah, when do you think he's gonna come back?
1: I think very, 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 very soon. Steve Nash was actually talking about it before the Magic game, finally giving us an update that he's been ramping up behind quote unquote behind the scenes and hanging out with the team on the bench. He wouldn't give us a return like a return date yet, but it should be pretty soon, man.
0: He had a nice lunch with Steve Nash a couple weeks ago, so. Uh, you know, we'll see what you see how we while well, he blends in this team in due time. Um, a
1: paparazzi, you know, we, I'm sorry, a paparazzi got that that great picture and sent it in for us.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, we got a good lead on that, and uh, you know, we acted. And, you know, check out our uh, our Twitter to go see the picture we got of Blake and Steve um, having some lunch. Steve ended up paying, by the way. Um, so the Knicks suck. So I, I want to start start with that. Um, you know, we ended up. In the Knicks uh, the other day on Monday, and, you know, that was the first of the trap games, in my opinion. And I honestly am like, great, we're going to end up losing to this freaking Knicks team, and now we're going to never hear the end of it from Knicks fans, but we ended up winning this 117 to 112. Now, this game should have been a blowout, Pete. Like, we were winning, we were up by, like, 20, I think 20-plus at one point, and Knicks ended up bringing it back, you know, within, like, one point pretty much at a certain amount, certain time, and, um, and end up Julius Randall with that final shot. Now that that was definitely that was definitely a travel. Let's be real.
1: Definitely. Right? De- oh, I definitely agree. Definitely I mean, agree with that. I was scared a little bit though. Look, it looked pretty close, and I thought Nick fans did have some like a gripe with that because I definitely was a little. Uh, it could have gone either way, but you know what? They reviewed it. They gave it they wrong though. Yeah. The next day, they, you know, they have the fucking, uh, like, the, the report from the, the officials, and they got it right. So, fuck De- you. <laughs> fuck you, New York yeah, fans.
0: Fuck the Knicks. But Julius Randle had a night, though, for sure. He had thir- ended up with 33 points and looked to pre- pretty much unstoppable um, in a certain amount of time there. But the next, like I said, the Nets just, like, I feel like in these games, they just, like, let their foot off the gas. They start getting too cute with these flashy plays. You know, and they just, like, lose sight of ball movement and all just seem to try to play hero ball. And that's, like, you know, when we're up by a lot, I feel like, you know, we never put games away because we just try to do, you know, get too flashy. And it ends up biting us in the ass. And this game was the reason, you know, the Knicks, credit to them, they, you know, they fought hard this game. They got it back within a close game. Kyrie ended up with 34 points. I mean, he just looked outstanding all night. And the Knicks could not defend this guy. I mean... Best microwave scorer in the NBA, in my opinion.
1: I think that, that's an insult. <laughs> I would take that as an insult. Because I think he's way more than a, a you know than a microwave scorer. But I, I see what you're saying with that. I definitely can see what you're saying with that.
0: It just seems like when he is on, he is on. And he just doesn't miss. And this was a game like the Knicks threw every defender at him. I'm like, Randall, Bullock, uh, Nitalikina. I mean, they tried to... You know, do anything to stop this guy, and just he ended up shooting uh, 13 of 18 overall, four six from three, and then um, our boy James Harden ended up having a triple double this game, 21 15 uh, assists and 15 rebounds. I mean, that was amazing, amazing numbers from him without even hitting a three pointer. So that's impressive. Yeah, I mean, he had a night. He had a night too, and um, it was a good win. I'll take any win against the Knicks. Wish we blew him out, to be honest with you, but um, you know, I'll take it. You know, at that point, like I thought we were gonna end up having a horrible loss, and it turned out to be, you know, a salty win.
1: I think some Joe Harris has a has a little uh, choke in him. I don't know with the Wizards game, and then almost losing it the other day against the Knicks. Yeah, I don't. Know. I but... He's getting me. He's getting me a little nervous. He's getting me. He should still be out there. I'm not saying he shouldn't be out there. But I'm starting to see a a trend being developed.
0: I mean, he also had a bad shooting night tonight against the Magic, but that's not like you know. I mean, everyone goes through those nights. I mean, like even Joe Harris, but still, like he he hasn't been on point lately. But I, you know, again, still he's great, great uh, piece player for this team. He's always been consistent for us. So you know, I can let it slide for a game or two. So let's see, you know, how he you know progresses forward. Um, But You know, I again something something really irked me about the Knicks game, and I just brought it up is like the fact that they get super lazy on defense, you know, and they just get super lazy on offense, and um, you know they just do things that like bring teams back into games.
1: Definitely, definitely, that's something that they were kind of doing at the like you'd say the beginning of the year, like you know playing down to teams or like laziness or whatnot, but um. I'm happy, you know. But what are we complaining about? The guys are on on a winning streak, right? Maybe we're just nitpicking. Next Absolutely game, nitpicking. next game coming up. Next one, one twenty four to one fifteen against Karis LeVert's Indiana Indiana Pacers, and that, there's a lot of feels in that game. A lot, uh, yeah. a lot of feels.
0: I miss Karras a lot and um, you know he's starting to pick it up with Pacers and he's good, it's good to see him back out there on the floor that's like the biggest thing is because it was helped and you know uh, basically the trade saved his life uh, you know and uh, it saved our Nets you know Nets proverbial life because we got a guy like James Hart who also uh, put up another triple-double this game and it's just getting ridiculous at this point point. 40 points 15 assists and 10 rebounds 40 spot a triple-double I mean from the field goal line, and not shooting great from three-point lately, but still. Two of nine from three-point, but still put up 40 points. Crazy. Absolutely nuts.
1: I got a crazy stat for you. How about this? This 40-point triple-double was only the second in franchise history. The last time it was done, Vince Carter in
0: 2007. Vince... Yeah, insanity, man. I I feel like I remember watching that game, but also I could just be <laughs> completely delusional. But you do that a lot. I yeah, no, I definitely do that a lot, definitely. But uh, how about guys like Tyler Johnson putting up fifteen points this game? Claxton, Jeff Green, fifteen. Claxton, eleven. Klaxon's just un- been unbelievable for us lately, defensively, offensively. I mean, definitely, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna. Earn his minutes. I really think he's going to earn some minutes. I think he closed this game out, too. That's a big thing for him, you know? The first game he's ever finished. Uh, And, you know, I think that's going to be a trend moving forward.
1: Definitely. I just think when it comes to him, I think it's more of like a muscle build-up sort of thing. Like, let's face it, the guy hasn't played a full NBA season yet, so if we're going into the second round of the playoffs, can you depend on him when everyone's getting banged up? They know that this guy's a skin, like a skinnier guy, a younger guy. Like you know, get that gets me a little nervous. That gets me a little nervous.
0: We'll see how his body holds up. You know, moving forward, he uh, he he definitely looks like a promising, you know, promising player. And it's funny because it's kind of a good thing he didn't play in the bubble, like I mentioned to you, because I think if he did, his value would have skyrocketed, and we might have had to give him up in the James Harden trade as well. Um, so I think that's kind of kind of funny that he, he ended up staying with us and kind of his injuries are kind of hidden in him under like a veil you know for us and he's kind of just been sneakily under the radar like Dinwiddie commented that he's the second best player in the Nets behind Kevin Durant mm-hmm. you know I saw it so, uh, it says a lot and he's definitely starting to show those flashes
1: yeah man this team went on the Nets wound up going on a 35 to 24 run. To end the game, so right now we're we're flying high, right? And that's, I. How do you feel about about this team, man? Before you know, before we get to the, the last game, at this they point look, coming into the Magic game, I felt like you know, our I, we're a top team, right? I think we should be able to, to beat up the teams that that are you know inferior to us.
0: They look like a powerhouse. They look like they still are a powerhouse, but <laughs> Well they look like a team when like the switch is flipped on? It doesn't you know the other the, there's a, like even the best defensive teams can't stop it like just the Nets, if the nets get like a myriad of stops like if they just get sequences where they get stops they can score a crazy clip and just go on 12 point runs like it's nothing so that's that's the thing moving forward and you know getting into the magic game uh you know we always still shot over at least like 30% from three point but Against the Magic, we shot like 26 percent or something like that, and uh, we ended up losing to the Magic 121 to 113. And like, and honestly, it's mostly because we did not shoot the ball well. So, like, the, my question for you, like, what do we do in these games where like our like when we just can't shoot threes? I mean, this game it still ended up being close, even though we were down 19 and our 27 percent uh, three point percentage compared to the Magic's 52 percent, which is crazy because they're they've been a very bad team lately, and they. Lost to the Knicks last night, so that hurts a little bit. But I don't know. What do you think moving forward? Like when we have these nights, I mean, we could still we're still in these games, which is a promising sign.
1: You know, it's like you said before. It's a trap game. It's a trap game.
0: Magic this is the or a trap board... game. Out of we had out of the two, last two to three games, this magic game was the trap game. I called it this morning before even the game started.
1: We called it for the last three games, and you know what? Any of these last three games could have been a real trap game. And you know what? It's bound to catch up with this team, and we're not going to win every game for the rest of the year. Shit happens. You know what I mean? Like, so what, what are you going to do? over
0: 500.
1: Mm-hmm. Kyrie still put up, like, 43, right? James <sighs> Jones had some foul trouble. He didn't put up a triple-double. <laughs> you know what I mean? He almost had a double-double, by the way. 19 yeah, points, like, nine,
0: nine, 9 assists. He really didn't shoot well. He was 4-15. He, he needs a day off. If anyone needs a day off, he does.
1: This guy's being but run into the ground.
0: I honestly think today, sh- tonight should have been the, the, you know, I know it's like a loss and you're saying this in hindsight, but I think the Magic game should have been the night he, you know, had a night off, dressed those legs a bit, because he definitely looked flat and not getting that first step. Again, still put up, you know, numbers from like any above average point guard would put up. So s- still producing, but he needs some time, man. He needs a rest.
1: I just wish we could. I wish we had like a you know like a guy like KD to come in yeah, and like help us who, in games like this.
0: Who I don't know who that is, man. I feel like I haven't seen that guy in years. You see him on the bench, but man, I mean, I, I know it's like oh wow, we're we're still winning, it's just this is just one loss. But I just when he's back, man, it's like we gotta we gotta be just annihilating teams. We have to because even like the games were that are close. We're winning and losing. Put add him into the mix, and those games are pretty much blowouts. Because instead of Landry Shamet taking shots, KD's taking those shots.
1: I was gonna say that, uh, yeah, absolutely. When I agree with you that these games would, you know, would be blowouts. But uh, think about it this way, right? If a guy like a James Harden gets into foul trouble, you could bench him earlier. If he's getting a little tired, you could. Bench him early. He doesn't have to play forty-five minutes. How many games has this guy like played in the high thirties, forties? It's gonna catch up to him. I don't want the postseason to come, and you know, and James Harden is running to just run into the ground. You know, like it's well, crazy.
0: His his career average minutes per game is right on pace with what he's doing right now for the Nets, though. So it's not like stuff he hasn't done before. It's just watching it, you feel concerned because as a Nets fan, you're always like. You know, wary something bad's going to happen. And I feel like it's a time bomb waiting to happen if we don't rest this guy.
1: Okay, in a little post-production magic, I'm going to talk about the Wizards game. I'll probably uh, have Charlie talk about it a little bit in the next episode. But just to get us through right now, since it just happened, let's dive in. The Nets luckily wound up winning in a very, very tough game that they could have lost. They won 113-106. Uh, just a lot of craziness going on. You had Blake Griffin making his Nets debut at the Barclays Center, getting a nice ovation. By the way, he wound up getting a dunk at it as his first two points. Of course, after saying you know, media saying he can't dunk, critics saying he can't dunk, guy dunks. He got a block. Just a you know solid game. He's just trying to feel feel around the team. Very good game. Uh, very scary. Harden almost had a had an injury. He had to get a little help getting up, but he got up and made it to the bench by himself. We thought it's a concussion. We found out after halftime that he was okay. He wound up coming back. Uh, my boy Shamit got hurt. He was taking a shot, and uh, he didn't have any room to land. wanted wound up twisting his ankle, and right now it looks like it's going to be a sprain. Could be worse. He's going to get a test coming up soon, and we're definitely praying that he's okay because he's definitely a big part of this team. A couple quick stats. We had the bad guys getting 20 from Uchimura, 20 from Alex Lynn, Beale had 17, Westbrook at 29. Uh the Nets were led by Kyrie and our boy James Harden. Kyrie had 28 and 6. We had James Harden putting up 26 and 8. The injury to Shamit. The possible injury of Harden today. Jeff Green being banged up. KD obviously is still out. You know, it's fair to ask. Uh, does his team maybe need some help? maybe get some reinforcements? Oh, maybe we got some help coming maybe we don't moving on and talking about some some news going on.
0: We're very pessimistic that's fair. I that's know I'm nice. just I'm
1: scared because I never had anything nice like this before. <laughs> like this is, this let's be nice. honest. let's be honest, man.
0: I know, I know you're right though uh, it's very uh, I'm just waiting for the ball to drop.
1: Look at Spencer Dinwiddie. you know the guy yeah. the guy's nice he takes a picture of my pops. He becomes, you know, one of my favorite players, and then, you know, and now he's he's out, possibly out for the year. You want to keep him?
0: I do want to keep him. I think he's going to be a valuable asset for us. Still, I think coming off the bench, he can mix into pretty much any lineup. Again, he's another guy that Harden can have able to score and put balls in the bucket. You know, he's like a, I know he's not going to shoot the three like a guy like Kyrie, but he can also get to the basket and finish at the rim, kind of like Kyrie. So. James Harden having that guy in his pocket to pass to, and it does give a little the Nets' insurance on offense. And, again, he's always been a, a above-average perimeter defender. So I, I've always liked Spencer. I think, you know, he's an organization guy, and, you know, he was then Brooklyn Nets' reclamation project. But, I, I mean, I think even if we do trade him, I think we're going to get something decent back for him. There's been s- stupid speculations we can only get a second-rounder for him. I don't know how you feel about that. I think that's a little crazy.
1: So what makes it? Okay, if you're Sean Marks, what makes the deal? What is it? You know, there have been other reports online. Uh, I saw on Nets Daily that there were uh, some guys with Woj was saying that maybe the Nets want a wing defender. Like I, like, I don't know. We go from anywhere from a wing defender to a second rounder. I would need a first rounder. And I think if there's any chance of this guy coming back, if I'm Sean Marks and I think there's about, like, a 70% chance that he can go back for the playoffs, I would take the chance on it. I really would, unless they have, you know, a, a better package or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I would risk it keeping him if if it's not, a, like, an undeniable deal, like a top-ten pick that you could flip for somebody how, else.
0: Let me ask you, how is a guy like Danley not going to help you? Like, seriously, especially he's got skill on the ball and off the ball, in my opinion. And he's, I, I just think he's got a good mindset, and he's a clutch shooter. Like, when you need him to hit a big shot, he's there. He's always been there. Like, Yeah, he's had a few definitely duds of the games, but so is James Hard. You know, I, I just – again, it might be my heart talking, but I think we should keep him. But if I do trade him, uh, I think we got to get, like, a anywhere between a 15th pick to, like, the late first-round pick. And you got to get a, a rotation player that can you know fit into any NBA you know lineup or could start could you know come off the bench and just be a, a good overall player but you know the thing is who what do you think we can physically get for you know that kind of value from Dinwiddie?
1: see it's a little interesting this year because the bio market is going to be probably one of the better ones in a very long time and we don't know who's going to be available and who's not like we saw PJ Tucker just get traded. From the Rockets Mm -hmm. to the Bucks, we just saw that. Like, I don't. I would. Who has more value, PJ Tucker, you know, healthy, or Dinwiddie, you know, with this injury that you know he may not come back this year? The team is acquiring him for his bird rights. So you're like, you know, you're not getting the player right now. That significantly cuts his value down. He wants to start. Yeah, you don't
0: answer that question. You know, honestly, like, you know, I'm gonna keep Dinwiddie. He wants Um, to start. He wants to start. There's been Georgie Dang rumors about him coming to the Nets.
1: How do you feel about that?
0: I mean, he could help. I, I, you know, I don't really – he doesn't really move the needle for me, to be honest with you. Um, I still think Dinwiddie's a better player, and if he, if he can come back healthy, I think he, he, you know, will be a good player for us and continue to be, you know, the Nets guy. Um, you say what you want about Kyrie Harden and – Durant, him and Harris are still the OG Nets, you know, so you you always, Nets fans have a certain affinity for those guys, Um, as far as Dang goes, I think he can definitely help, but I don't know, how do you feel about him?
1: I kind of feel like, uh, you know, I wouldn't trade for him, I know it's going to be, you know, it's it's tough, we don't know who's going to be a buyout guy, we don't know who's going to get traded, we thought that Drummond would have been free by now, right? And there was yep. a report, a report came out that they said that uh, Drummond might be going to the Lakers because he'd be jumping to a starting spot immediately. You know, we saw that stuff coming out. You know, it's it's very interesting about about these guys. He's a is a, like a stretch four. I could see that helping. He's making 17.7 this year, so it would have to be, you know, I don't know. It, it, I don't know if that's a good fit. If that's a good fit. I. I <makes> You know what I mean? I don't know. With these buyout guys, who's gonna be who's gonna be there? Is Lamarcus Aldridge gonna be available?
0: It doesn't move the needle for me. Dang, Aldridge, I like. we have said that before. Um, you know, it's really gonna depend on where Drummond goes. I think Drummond's the only guy right now, is that really starts to you know move that needle towards you know spicy the spicy meter. You know.
1: Mm-hmm. They say the Clippers might be available and Din- Din- with uh, Dinwiddie, they might be interested in him. Like, how does that even work? How would that even work, a Clippers net steal and that? You know what I mean? I don't I don't know if that's a, another thing, another team, I don't know if that's a great fit as far as what we would get back,
0: right? Imagine should we get Pat Beverly back. I, I love Pat Beverly with that contract. But he hurt Jeff Green, though.
1: I, listen, if he could always win a championship, I'm down. I'm sorry. I, give, I forgive you, bro. I'm good. Also, did you hear about the news about the possible trade before Harden? They had oh, Lavert the, yeah, yeah. La- or Dinwiddie going for, for Mr. Gordon, who likes to kill our Nets. And when that suitor yeah. is in love with, for the most part.
0: Uh, yeah, no, I, I heard that, and it was interesting to see because uh, I, I don't think we'd be the same team. So we would definitely not be as good with, with Aaron Gordon. Uh, you mean uh, Aaron Gordon's brother? Yeah, George they, they look so alike. It's crazy. It's really nuts. It's just they have the same body type and they look their facial features, their, face? their bone structure. Um, but get—I I just imagine how I, I don't think we'd be definitely. Our record would definitely not be as good if we had Aaron Gordon instead of James Harden.
1: I definitely agree with you on that.
0: It's like, it's like picking up, um, like a, a a knock, like a knockoff from like a Gucci belt and he's getting like a knockoff from like Chinatown or something like that. You know, it's like, that's what I think Aaron Gordon is does.
1: Anyway, upcoming games. We got Sunday versus the Wizards and then two hellish games that I really don't want to talk about or imagine or think about or whatever. Ugh. Tuesday versus at I'm sorry, I should say versus at Portland. Wednesday at Utah Tough Killer in the West. Killer and
0: and not for nothing, the Wizards Ugh. have been playing a lot better lately too. You know, uh, I, I, I don't know, it's man. This is going to be. I, I these were the trap games, but these games are going to be tough. So yeah, I think we don't have trap games. Thinking, I think Harden and Kyrie are, or both one or the other going to rest one of these games. That's for shit sure. It. We might see we might see Blake one of these games. I think he might come back for the Jazz game. Hopeful. That would be we'll interesting. See. Yeah, man, like, that, Blazers are a top team, and, you know, they got Dame Willard who can go off at any time. Melo's been having a good year. Um, you know, Jazz are obviously the best team in basketball, still record-wise, I think, right? So we ended up beating them last time we played them. Uh, remember that when Kyrie just went off and we didn't have Harden? Or no, Katie we had somebody game. else. We did have LeVert and Allen, though.
1: No, is it, it was somebody. It was You just said one of them.
0: What
1: Levert and Allen? Jared Allen went off against Gobert that oh, game. Yeah. We don't have that anymore. That's gonna be oh, a problem.
0: Yeah, we have Nick Claxton.
1: That's gonna be a problem. We have the Clax man. I, no, it's Action Claxton. Oh, and Action guys, Claxton. guys, I got a. Uh, I'd like to make a, a talk about the last episode. I'd like to apologize to Landry Shamit. I called him Larry Shamit for a couple times, and I've decided that when he misses shots, he will be Larry Shamit. When he makes his shots. He's Landry, and I'm and I am still on the Landry Shamit train. We're going all the way to the NBA Finals. I'm getting a tattoo if he wins the NBA Finals MVP. Facts.
0: Alright, still going with that. I hope no he doesn't problem. win though,
1: because I don't why? want to get that tattoo, but I want them to win.
0: By the way, they're calling Nick Claxton the Alchemist. I don't know why. Why do you think? Oh, cause his hair is gold. I have I have no fucking clue,
1: but it makes me feel like I'm out of the loop with something and i don't like it
0: when when i say today, it's most like mostly Reddit, but i've seen i've seen that nickname float around there a lot and i kind of like it honestly i think it's a cool name for him cuz he's got the gold hair
1: mm
0: but, well you know I, I i think these games are going to be uh, a big test for this team i, I can't wait till KD comes back i really hope he comes back soon and i feel like we need to get him yeah you know, i just can't wait to see how scary they get with him in the lineup
1: I can't wait. And the last time, a little fun fact to leave you guys off with. The last time the Nets, the Nets were in first place the other day, yesterday, right before this game against the Magic. You're making a lot of noise. The last time the Nets, I'm gonna, I'm gonna help you guys out. I'm gonna. What is that, Charlie? What? You're making a lot of noise.
0: I don't have anything in. I'm not doing anything. I don't
1: know. I hear shaking noises. Anyway, no. I, I get I'm Obviously, I can edit this out, and I will. <clears throat> So, okay. guys, um, I'm going to leave you guys off with a little fun fact. The last time, is that, like, the dog or something, maybe? No, not, nothing's going on. I'm, like,
0: literally sitting. There's no noise at all. There was no
1: noise of this just until right now. Pete, um, I'm
0: literally just, like, sitting with the phone on the desk and doing nothing. Like, there's no TV on, I swear. I believe you, bro.
1: Anyway, I'm just going to get through with this. I'm going to leave you guys off with a little fun fact. The Nets were in first place before this Magic game. The last time the Nets were in first place this late into the season, they made it to the 2003 NBA Finals. Let's hope that this trend continues, that they can make it. This has been a hell of a season. This has been a great episode. Thank you guys for coming through. Have a good commute. Have a great day. Have a great night. Anything you want to talk about, Carl? Anything you want to add on? We out, boys.